themselves and 360 the world. Jamie Neal, the host, asks many questions about their mindset and how they fundamentally operate their world and the world around them. Hello and welcome back to 360 Yourself. I've got Tony with here, Fat Tony, the DJ. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you so much for giving me your time. You're welcome. Um, I know you're a very busy man, so I know <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to have, have you here like in the same space. <laughs> <laughs> life, life gets busy, so it, it's, it's great, it's a blessing. It does, and obviously everyone knows you from your kind of DJing days and that mm. sort of thing, and also your massive activist with uh, certain charities and stuff, but I want to know like how you how it started, how did you get into the music scene and how did you go into DJing? Did I, you study or how did it go oh, about? Oh, no, 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 no. I kind of, I come from an era of, of um, where you, to be heard, you had to, do something what you couldn't sit at home and pretend you're on holiday by posting pictures yeah yeah you couldn't pretend that you were uh, an instagram model you couldn't pretend that you were doing something that you weren't doing in order to actually be heard you had to do something because mm -hmm. we didn't have social media so you know uh i used to work in clubs and on the doors of nightclubs and stuff like that and i never ever wanted to be a dj it wasn't something i did i've always had a passion for music i've always loved music but I never ever thought, okay, I want to be a DJ. And what happened was I was at work one night on the door of the Lyceum uh, and I had a club, a new night called The Playground there. And I uh, was on the door of that. And I basically used to moan about the music every week. Just <laughs> yeah. to say, give something to do. I, I mean, I didn't have a problem with the music. I just moaned about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, one week, a guy who was running it called Russ Egan, he said to me, why, if you think you can do better, why don't you do it? And I was like, so next week I turned up with like four records. Right, and that was okay. kind of it. And then within a month, I had, I was doing a Tuesday night at the WAG Club, and then, which was a really good club in London at the time. And it kind of just went from there. And within two months, I was in New York. It kind of just, literally? Yeah, literally like that. But did you have any training before? No, How did you just, just no. practice at home? And I, just was what like... I did have was a passion for music. Right, okay. And I had an understanding. Mm -hmm. of music and I kind of had a sense for what what I thought people would want to hear yeah yeah and that's kind of the main thing as I'm a DJ you've got to just listen and well, it's a kind of instinctive I imagine I you think, can't really train that or no I mean look you know there's loads of DJ in schools popping up and people can teach you how to play music mm -hmm. people can teach you how to play tunes and how to beat match yeah but yeah that doesn't make you a DJ yeah for sure because what makes you a DJ is an understanding of the dance floor you need to learn how to read a dance floor mm -hmm. you, I can walk into a room of say, uh, uh, 30s to 50-year-olds and uh, in one room and in another room there's like 20-year-olds. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, it's a really, you think, oh, shit, what are you going to play for these people? Mm -hmm. But the art of it is, is to actually understand what they want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it crosses over all genres. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's about reading the dance floor. That's what it is. And you obviously develop your kind of sound like as you've gone and well, experienced and, and yeah, travelled around as well. I mean, you know... It, 
you know, when house music really came about, I was really into house. I've always been a house DJ. Uh, but my music taste, I'm very eclectic when it comes to music. I love anything that moves you, anything that has the power and the ability to transfer you from one place to another mm -hmm. by just closing your eyes and listening to a track. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, you know, I uh, I don't have one genre of music. Yeah, and, and you've travelled so much. Do you feel like the other cultures and other DJs around at that time, mm. uh, like it, even now when you travel with work, does that influence a lot within your, and the uh, sounds? And Yeah, and of course. I kind of just think, you know, um, the more that you get yourself out there, the more influenced you are by people. Because if you're sitting at home, listening to other people other people tell you mm -hmm. you're not gonna you you you, you become disconnected it's mm -hmm. like all artists mm -hmm. they put out a really good album and then they spend two years in the studio making another one yeah yeah and yeah. what they do is they become unconnected mm -hmm. they they lose connection with what's really going on mm -hmm. so they're kind of still stuck on what was going on two years ago because that's mm -hmm. when they went out yeah yeah so you sure. know it kind of really dates really quickly so you know you have to always be a, a part of something and going out mm. and so yeah. and the, uh, the word for me that kind of resonates is the connection i mm. think are you always kind of seeking connection with the music and, and with people 100 percent. i mean you know I, uh, I i put on a lot of my own parties and events and i always use up and coming young djs because they're the future mm. it's not about the ones that have been around forever and yeah stuff like yeah, that. yeah you you have to stay tuned and, I, and i'm I, I truly believe that giving those kids and those up and coming DJs jobs and pushing them forward is what keeps me keeps me young. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they're not going to take my job. Mm. I don't live in fear of, oh, the God, I can't push them because they're suddenly going to get more work than mm -hmm. I am. I, I get, I do all right. Mm. You know I mean, I'm established. Yeah, yeah. I have a name. I kind of, you know, I'm always in touch with and I've always been, always been at the top of my game in so many senses. So for me, pushing young kids and pushing up-and-coming DJs is, is really important and as I say it keeps me fresh and it keeps my mind fresh mm -hmm. and so go, going back to when you first started what was your kind of mindset when everything was kind of taking off was you very open to new experiences and opportunities how was your kind of was you excited I, and nervous how, I've how always was it been there. I'm, I'm always excited mm. <laughs> always excited and so back then you know, we were playing like things like Chaffa Khan and stuff like that at the White mm. Club, and then suddenly disco started to turn into house, and we kind of like this new sound was coming from Chicago, and it was just so exciting and so revolutionary in the mm -hmm. sense of wow, we'd found our genre, we'd found where we belonged, and, it, and then suddenly the drugs changed that went with that. Yeah, suddenly yeah. ecstasy came into play and really went with the music. So that whole subculture of Acid House was just about to start. Mm -hmm. So it was a really exciting time. And, and for me, I don't ever get bored of, of music. Mm -hmm. I don't ever get bored of certain tracks. People go, oh God, I can't listen to that track again. Yeah, no, I can I, listen to anything. Yeah, me too. I, I don't get bored of things. Because also the memories that come with it and the memories that were around in that time also re rekindles every kind of exactly. sound that you listen to. Yeah, and also, you know, the reason I, I can listen to old tracks over and over and over again the fact that I listen to so many new tracks mm -hmm. that sample of those old tracks yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean so it's always there something whatever you're listening to now has always come from something before yeah you yeah know, there's nothing new out there yeah and you and you uh, touched upon briefly the uh, kind of um, the intoxication of the kind of drugs that you yeah, were taking then how did that kind of impact your kind of mental health in terms of 
how are you were well, pro- I mean, they constantly kind of on the go with your work but then how do you find oh, moments I mean, of balance and well, how did there you... was never any balance yeah never you know it started off like as i say it was all about the music and then suddenly it became all about the drugs and the music mm. and then suddenly it became all about the drugs mm. and for me you know i had a really big well documented addiction uh, addiction problem mm. uh, which lasted 28 years and um and drugs ruined me and it was no longer about the music music suddenly become a way of means to get more drugs mm. because i would go to work to buy drugs mm. and i would stay out for four or five days on the trot and music becomes second second place third place fourth place mm. and it was always about the, the addiction and about why how much fun i thought i was having and it was never fun yeah the first 10 years were fun yeah, yeah. after that it, it was it was it was survival could you and could you not see it from an outside point of view no never you're in it when you're, you're when you're in addiction you're in it yeah you have to be taken out to look at look back in on the wreckage right you know there was never any respite from it and then, so what was the turning point then? How did you, how did you I see kind it? Of, um, well, what happened was I, uh, you know, towards the end of my using, the drugs had changed and they'd got much darker. Mm-hmm. And I kind of moved on to other drugs like crystal meth had just come in to play and I was doing that. And I kind of went to, you know, I, all I ever thought about every day was death. I thought about my own funeral. I didn't think about where we were going on holiday because holidays didn't exist to us. You know, it was survival. Right. So all I would ever think about on a daily basis was dying, thinking about who, what songs I was going to have at my funeral, because I was that close, that far gone, and that close to death. And what happened was one night I was at a club, and my partner at the time, who had been through the whole addiction with me, mm-hmm. uh, came into the club, and I was rocking backwards and forwards. I was in the back room at a place called the Cross, in Kings Cross, and uh, on a Friday night, and. Uh, he basically just looked at me and, and put his hand on my shoulder and said, what happened to you? And it was kind of that gift, that God-given moment that changed my life because mm. I couldn't answer the question. Mm. And then the next minute I decided I couldn't do this anymore and went and asked for help. Mm. And as soon as you open your mouth and you actually ask for help, that's when you admit that you have a problem. Mm. So once I admitted that I had a problem, I always knew I had a problem. Mm. I never, ever actually vocalised it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's where the power comes from to change mm. and you know suddenly I I could no longer go on doing what I was doing I'd, I'd exhausted it so much that mm. you know the next stop was either death or change and I chose change mm. and so when you when you kind of came out the other end did you f- find other ways of like uh, of uh, coping with uh, and your lifestyle completely changing well, of course. I where mean, you're finding like spirituality yeah, or you're doing meditation I, you or know, for me I work a 12 step program mm-hmm uh, I've, uh, which without probably I would be dead. The, the, the twelve steps have changed my life beyond all what, belief. What, what is the twelve steps? So the twelve steps are the twelve steps of, of AA, Narcotics Anonymous, all different things. The twelve steps are a set of twelve steps mm. that basically admit that you are powerless, help you to change, give you something to believe in that's greater right, okay. than yourself. You look at your resentments. You look at a moral infantry of yourself and you look at your part and stuff right. then you discuss that with someone mm-hmm. and they, they give their advice on it then then you look at your shortcomings mm-hmm. and your character defects mm-hmm. and then what you do from that then you move on to write to start amending mm-hmm. so you start to amend making amends to people that you've hurt mm-hmm. after you've looked at your part in it mm-hmm. so you take from that and then it's about carrying the message so it, it's basically it's a new way of life Okay, and it's very structured, 
and it really works it saved my life but in that during that time i wasn't such you know as you say you put down one addiction and another one rears its ugly head yeah yeah because it's about looking at what we use on yeah, and yeah. why we use yeah i don't use drugs because they were fun i did you know i did use drugs that's a lie it was they were fun but originally but then because i'm I, you know i have a long line of addiction in my family as as in your your personality yeah well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, in yeah. My, it's in my it's in my, in yeah. my dna yeah my father had alcohol problems his sisters so on so on yeah, so yeah, on yeah, yeah. so you know it's uh hereditary in that sense so for me i kind of playing drinking and taking drugs was always going to end up in in, in one mm, place mm, mm. and that was a place of disaster mm. so and i have to look at that stuff and and what the steps enable you to do is to break that stuff down in a process mm. not all at once mm. and literally change your life and work on those things and look at your character defects mm. look at what drives you look at who your part in things and look at what you need to be to to, to fix yeah. to amend and what, and what drives you now then compared to what was driving you life life that's a really good point. I love life good I, I life is wonderful every day I you know is a blessing yeah I don't take things for granted in that sense anymore yeah um you know for me it's about living in the moment it's about being in the moment mm. not thinking about oh god I wish I had this, or I wish I had that, yeah. or I wish I was somebody somewhere else. Yeah. How do, how to be how right how do you kind of um, keep your mind so focused in that? And do, is there any tools that you have when it derails and you go, oh? Well, you nah. know, I'm very blessed. Not everybody can access twelve. Well, anyone can access the twelve steps, of mm. course. But you know, uh, I'm very blessed to actually understand my the disease of addiction mm -hmm. more than I thought I ever did before. Mm. So. Uh, things become clearer and much more transparent. So if I wake up in the morning and I and I I'm in a bad mood, that I can choose to be in that bad mood all day. Yeah. Or I do something about it. Yeah. And how do you do? But how do you do? By about taking it? my dog for a long walk. Or right. Writing mm. gratitude lists and thinking, okay, mm. I'm I've got a really uh, so many good things going on right now. Yeah, and I think the, I mean? the simple things of writing uh, little notes to yourself of yeah. what of what you have totally. uh, grateful in your life. Well, it's I think. the power of the, the mind to the pen. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. a thought process. You can't sit and type that shit. No, no, no. There's no there's no thought process in that. It's, it's literally yeah. It's tapping. Yeah. But if you sit and you write something down. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know the thought process is what changes. Mm, for sure there, yeah. yeah it's it's amazing my friend does uh, two paragraphs a day of writing and he just kind of manifests and all these kind of thoughts or colours or whatever comes to him he, he writes it down amazing and, and, and also so how do you kind of like look at the world around you now compared to what you looked at when you were younger like how all the influences that you, the people that you meet the, when you travel how does that kind of influence your life and your kind of work well, you know the fact, the mere fact that I I look around me mm. is 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 a three sixty in itself because I never yeah. looked at anything before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the fact that I travel again mm. and I go to places and I and I meet new people. It's about being open. And it's about being honest. And I don't do anything today that I don't want to do. That's really good. Yeah, That's I really don't. Good. I, you know, I spent many a year being a yes person and being people pleasing. And they're people pleasing turn into people unpleasing mm. for a very long time. And today, I kind of think it's about pleasing Tony, mm. you know. And we, but doing it in a way that's caring and loving, not mm. only to myself but to the people around me. Yeah, because I can be the most selfish bastard that I've walked the earth. Yeah, well, I think and, everyone has that yeah, small part person in them. And yeah, you know what? If 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 being selfish feels good, 
I will be selfish all day. Yeah. And that, <laughs> yeah. so this is what, you know, for me as an addict, I, uh, anything that feels good, I want more of. Yeah. So if I'm bitching someone yeah. and making them feel really upset and, and I get high off of it, uh-huh. I will do be, I will turn into a super bitch all day. But what it does is my program will kick in and think, what are you doing? Because I'm the only one who's going to get hurt at the end of it. But do you? But at what point do you know that you need to stop that? That, that uh, before pretty, it gets too far. Pretty quickly. Yeah. I'd say these days. Before I would go into flow for weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, you know, and, and you know, I would use humour um, as a mask because I never wanted anyone to get intimate or to have intimacy with me in the sense of getting to know the real Tony. So I would either bitch and make everyone cry in the room or make everybody laugh. <laughs> And kind of that was my job done. But today it's not about that. Today I find myself doing that sometimes. And I think, stop, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You don't need to be like that. Because yeah. I, 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 sometimes I get scared of intimacy and I get scared of being vulnerable. Yeah, well, I think all, I think, that, of fear. yeah, but I think a lot of people do that, that kind of place of, um, of being out there and of being vulnerable. I think of a lot course. of people do. So, well, you know, I know I'll make you all laugh. You won't know who really I am. Yeah, yeah. And you'll think I'm this really fun person. Yeah. Do you know, and it's kind of like, you know, it's just all fear-based stuff. But we, but we see that with, like, other uh, famous people and celebrities, and, and mm. they are they are all this kind of, the character, in quotation marks, with, like, Robin Williams, and yeah, would make course, people yeah. laugh and that sort of thing. But actually, no one knew that, actually, but who he actually was. Yeah, of course. And it's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's a sad thing sometimes that we... But it's, it's about being human, I think, about putting yourself out there, because life is about going the extra distance and actually oh, just putting yourself out there and going because we only you only hear once yeah of course that that's that's the thing well, so they say well yeah i mean it depends on what you believe no, in terms so, of spirituality yeah, and that on, of sort of thing only here once it's like you know it's like who knows so what i mean at the end of the day just make the most of who you are and what you're at i mm. mean i kind of been very blessed in the sense of i've had you know i today i am i have freedom from addiction i have freedom from uh, those behaviours that used to drive me mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm. so I'm very blessed for that but you know it's been a hard work it's been a graft mm. to actually realise who I am and what I want yeah you know? what, what's your like greatest fulfilment at the moment what fulfills you now um, walking my dog walking your god simple things like that simple things just like, things that I just think oh my god it doesn't get better than this mm-hmm. do you know what I mean there's moments god given moments when I, I I wake up in the morning and my dog's in bed with me and my partner's with me and I'll I just think I'm so lucky. I think that's the greatest contentment place you can be is that simple thing of like being in bed with your partner, being with a dog. Being on holiday on a beach or paying for something, you know, or fast cars or anything like that. I mean, kind of all that stuff is false, it's Mm. fake. And for me, it really is as simple as getting cuddles off my dog. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? And stuff like that. Because, you know, it's unconditional love mm. and it's it, it's 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 not you know yeah it's not fake what, what's the best piece of advice someone's ever given you play dead play dead explain yeah. further well you know I'm, I'm a reactor and not an actor so for me at reaction is what I go to straight away so if someone says something I'll react to it and I'll be like ah, ah, ah. and you know what I've learned over the years is not to react right just to act Take action, not reaction. So just walk away from it. Don't get involved. Because, you know, when someone's out, someone, someone says something horrible about you, they want your attention. Mm-hmm. Just don't give them that attention. Yeah, yeah, And true. completely annihilates the situation. Yeah, way. yeah. Because if I start an argument with someone, it will go on and on and on. 
then I will come out of it looking like the worst piece of shit mm-hmm. because I, will, I don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, with me, it's like all things, it, it, you know, it's all or nothing. So I'd rather go for nothing. Fair enough. So, you know, Play Dead's a really good one because just don't give them that power. Yeah. And if you if you could have uh, a little chat with your younger self when you were coming up and then coming up into your career yeah. or your social thing, like your social yeah. life, what would be the best piece, best piece of advice you'd give that person? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. Shut up and listen. Do you know what I mean? Just listen. Yeah. I think that's the same listen. advice I give to my, my younger self as well. Seriously. Yeah, just listen. Just listen, man. Someone tells you something, they're telling you it for a reason. Yeah. Not telling you it because they, they hate you. They're telling you it because they love you. Yeah. You just listen. Take it on board. Mm. You don't know everything. Yes, it's so true, isn't it? I think, yeah. I think, I think the moral of, of most life, I think, is li- listening. Mm. I think all the greatest kind of um, teachers and the uh, most amazing kind of gurus always say, just listen. Yeah. If you listen to the universe, listen to your people around you. Mm-hmm. Usually, the the people around you and the universe gives you the the information that you need. And all you got to do is just take it. Well, I mean, today, you know, if you mention something in your house, twenty minutes later, the algorithm is going to come up on your phone. Isn't it's it? kind of the same thing. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? You get back what you put out. Mm, and I mm. really do believe that. If you treat people good, they'll treat you good. Mm. You do good, you get good things back. And have you always had that kind of mentality? Or have you grown into that? I've grown into that. Mm-hmm. I've learned that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I kind of think it's far easier to be nice to somebody than it is to be nasty to somebody. It is because there's more energy, isn't it? And also, people go away. <laughs> yeah. You're nice to them. You say, hi, how are you? You attack someone, they're going to stand there and want more. Do you get what I mean? I know. Cause it's human it, nature. Isn't it? Human, yeah. Humans kind of crave that sort of like, uh, the, ne- the negative the thing. That, that, and they latch onto it and, yeah, like, and they want more of it. And it's yeah, so annoying. Yeah. And, and as I said before, the only person that gets hurt from that is you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So where do you see yourself in, in the next couple of years? Where do you see yourself? I really don't know. No? I really don't know. You know, I kind of very much about today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, uh, do you always, you always see yourself in Pimlico, or do you oh, want to yeah, move? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not moving from Pimlico. Okay. I love Pimlico. Yeah, I need a bigger house. Okay, because I don't have enough storage for my clothes and stuff. Okay, so we got storage units and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I, I think definitely um, moving on from here would be a bigger flat. But it would be in Pimlico. More uh, another uh, some more dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to be happy. You know, I love I love my career. I love what I'm doing. Um, people say it's not going to, it can't last forever, and I'm, you know what? It can because mm. if you believe in something and you're good at it, it will yeah. always last. And you're passionate about it, yeah, totally passionate about it. And you know, for me, I'm kind of branching out into other things, um, which is always exciting, but always very fearful because mm. I, I, I really struggle with change in mm. the sense of okay, this needs to be done, we're going to move away from that. And I'm like, I, I struggle with letting go mm. of things. Mm. hence why I'm always talking about bloody addiction but you know it, it's, yeah. it is about change and it's you know I'm, I'm alright when I embrace it it's mm. just about getting to that point of embracement yeah 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 because obviously humans are, and life is all about evolving isn't it and yeah, how, we, how we change into a new kind of yeah. thing so I mean just you know in a few years time I just want to be happy that's all I want that sounds that sounds like a good way to end honestly yeah it's just be happy being happy and being alive cool well living in the moment Thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been great to have you and to actually speak to a legend like yourself. <laughs> Shut up. Cool. Thank you so much. You're welcome, man. Bye. Bye.
This is 360 Yourself and I'm Jamie Neal. Thank you very much for taking a moment to listen to our wonderful guests. Please subscribe to our podcast to access all our brilliant guest episodes. They are released every Sunday at 12pm. We are available on all listening platforms, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Podcasts and Castro. You can also find us on Instagram at 360 underscore yourself, Twitter at yourself360 and our host at Jamie Neal JN. Thank you for listening.